Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. Hello, my friends. It's Matt Morgan. Welcome back to our weekly podcast. And today is designed specifically for all of you engaged couples. And those of you who know engaged couples, please pass this on to them because it will be extremely helpful for them. And the reason why is because today's focus is creating your vow writing guide. I can't tell you how many of my engaged couples come to me. And one of the things that stresses them out the most is writing their vows. They want to, but they're not sure if they should. There's a lot of stress involved oftentimes. And what I want to do is to take the stress and make it less if those of you who are listening do want to consider writing your vows. And so today I'm going to give you 10 vow writing guide steps just to help you out. And for those of you who are taking my premarital coaching online experience, there is something called creating your marriage manifesto that helps you go even deeper for that, which is why it's so profound. Not only that, but if you are engaged, I encourage you to take that online experience because it will set you up for not just your vows, but for every major topic in your marriage, communication, healthy conflict, bridging the gender gap, right? Just because being male and female, we're completely different, right? 80% of men look at women and they're like, why are you so emotional, right? (laughs) And women look at men and they're like, why are you trying to fix me? I just want you to listen, right? What is that? Well, that's our personality differences coupled with our gender and the way we are raised and that can create tension. So I teach couples the art of trading places. We also talk through sex, money, spirituality, roles and expectations, family and friends, you know, in-laws, raising kids, and probably one of the biggest topics that we talk through that couples rarely think about is the topic of self-care. Do you guys know that so many married people problems are really just single people problems that we drag from our past into our present and it starts to affect our future. So if you're engaged, I want to encourage you to make the best decision of your life and get premarital coaching. And so you can go to my website, mattmorgan.com forward slash online coaching. You can do that. You can work with me directly however you want. But this is for free and for everyone in creating your vows. So these are 10 vow writing guide steps for you to take notes on, jot down, share with your fiance and implement into your wedding. All right. So the first one is this. I want to invite you to read lots of vow examples examples for inspiration. It's good to be able to peruse the internet, start reading things maybe that if you're a spiritual person, you know, around your religion, if you practice a certain faith, see what strikes a chord with you. So you can maybe incorporate some of these examples into some original words that you can write. A lot of my couples, they take a template that I give them and they kind of mix and match their own story within them. The template that I give them is this, say your name, say, Hey, I love you. You're my best friend. Today, I give myself to you in marriage. I promise to encourage and respect you, to laugh with you and to comfort you in times of sorrow and struggle. I promise to love you when life is easy and when it's hard, when our love is simple and when it takes work. I promise to cherish you, to always hold you in the highest regard. These things I give to you today and from this day forward. That's an example. If you like any of that, take some of that and continue to peruse around the internet. That's number one. Number two is this. Agree together on a format and a tone 
with your partner. Like for example, that tone I just gave was a pretty serious tone, but a lot of couples like to add their own little personal humor flair to it. You know, being able to be humorous or poetic or romantic, all of those things are extremely helpful when it comes to tone. You want to match each other's tone. And then you want to go over some logistics too. Like, will you write the vows separately? Are you going to write them together? Will they be completely different? Or you make the same promises to each other as with traditional vows. So some couples do a little bit of each. And finally, you want to share them with each other or keep them maybe secret until the wedding day. Those are questions you want to ask each other. So that's part of the agreement format. Now, number three is this. You want to jot down some notes about your relationship. And this is where my marriage manifesto goes really deep as I have a printout for this. But let me give you some of the questions that I have couples process. Think about how you felt when you first met. I mean, what made you fall in love when you knew you wanted to spend the rest of your life together? I want you to write all those things down and get those creative gears turning. This is part of priming the pump, I call it. I mean, ask yourself questions like, why did you decide to get married? I mean, there's a big difference between just living together and getting married, right? What hard times have you gone through together? What have you supported each other through? What challenges do you envision your future holding? What do you want to accomplish together? What makes your relationship tick? You know, maybe what you thought when you saw your partner for the very first time, like what emotions came over you? When you realized you were in love, what did you respect the most about your partner? How has your life gotten better since meeting your partner? What inspires you about your partner? You know, and what would you miss most about them when you're apart? Okay, and so on and so forth. These these are some great questions that are really profound, the romantic, even sharing with each other um, will really help prime the pump for you as you're creating your vows. So that's a big one. That's number three. Number four is this, come up with one or two promises. Okay. So not too many. In my example, I just gave you, there was like a couple of different promises. And so they're called vows for a reason, right? There's going to be things that you're going to promise, but please don't promise things that you can't actually help with. Like for example, some people say, I promise to make you happy every day of your life. Really? (laughs) Clearly, you have taken the romantic juice and you have drank it because, you know, marriage is amazing, but it can also be work, right? And sometimes you're not each other's favorite person. And just being happy all the time is not even what's needed, right? If someone passes away, happiness is not the goal of the day. Mourning, celebrating that person's life is not happiness. And so think about promises you can actually make, all right? And you can add some funny things with it too. Like I promised always let you watch the Game of Thrones on Sunday, right? And maybe that's their favorite show. You can add some funny elements into that. But remember, think about what you're actually promising, all right? Number five is this. Once you've done all that, I want you to write it all out, right? Because when you're in your head, you're dead. You got to get out of your head. And writing it out either by hand or on a computer or, you know, Something like that is super helpful. And so once you have your notes, you're ready to establish a structure in writing your first draft. And you guys, it's going to help you break it down. I want you to break it down into four-part outline, okay? First, I want you to affirm your love for your partner. Second, I want you to praise your partner. Third, I want you to offer the promises. And then lastly, close with the final vow. And another way to organize it is to start with a short story and then maybe circle back to that one story at the end. And so that makes it really, really beautiful. All right. So that's number five. Number six, 
Please avoid cliches, okay? We all know cliches. Maybe it's from a movie like You Had Me at Hello or something like that. Avoid any kind of traditional or movie line, you know, cliches because everybody's just kind of expecting that. So make it authentic to you and to your story. And so, for example, instead of saying something like love is blind, you might say you'll always be the most beautiful person to me, whether you're in sweatpants or dressed to the nines, okay? (laughs) That is an example of a cliche and turning it around to something something that's more specific to you. Number seven, take out anything too cryptic or embarrassing to your story. You remember, you've invited your family and friends to witness your vows in order to make this bond public. So be sure that everyone feels included in the moment. That means putting a limit on the inside jokes, deeply personal you know, antecedents or obscure nicknames or code words that you give to one another. So you want to think about how your vows will sound 10 years from now. Okay, So if you're okay sharing your vows you know, beforehand, you can have a friend or family member read it over and, you know, and take the time to give it feedback or your officiant or something like that. It's good to have some other sets of eyes on your vows. That's number seven. Number eight, you guys ready? Shorten your vows to one or two minutes max. All right. Your vows are important, but that doesn't mean that you need to drag it on. All right. So you need to remember, think about like a paragraph or two uh, is usually pretty good. Usually anything over a page is too long. So you shouldn't have to say it over and over again. You just pick the most important points and make them. So if yours are running longer than two minutes, I would just probably make some edits on that. Uh, For example, I speak about 100 words a minute. I'm a pretty fast talker. The average person usually speaks about 60 to 70 words a minute. So that will help you in framing, especially when you're emotional. Uh, Usually people slow down. And so this is very, very important. Number nine, practice out loud. I'm serious about this. I want you to practice your vows out loud, okay? So this will help you guys not sound awkward, (laughs) but it will really be the best prep for you. So remember to practice, listen to yourself, improve from there. Your vows should be easy to say, okay? They shouldn't sound controversial. They should sound conversational in approach. And as you recite them, listen for any kind of tongue twisters, like super long sentences, run-on sentences, things like that. If you have them, cut them out or shorten them. This is also the time to practice delivery. Tone and pitch is more important than what you actually say, how you say them. And remember, you're at the altar. When you're there, stand up straight, look at your spouse and use your hands expressively and maybe pack some Kleenex (laughs) for yourself and grooms listening to this. Have one for your bride because she's going to need something because she won't have pockets most likely. So that's number nine. And lastly, number 10 is to do this. Make a clean copy for yourself, all right? So the paper you read from should be legible. I can't tell you how many couples write their stuff by hand and then they can't even read their own handwriting. So you guys, make it legible, print it out, do something so that you're not spending time trying to figure out what in the world you're even saying. And so, you know, if you need to take time, cross out things, put arrows, notes, okay, great. You're taking your rough draft, but then make a final draft so that you have a presentation to that. Some people write that on a piece of paper. Some people have little uh, vow journals that you can buy online on Amazon, or you can cut and paste them onto a computer and fit them or print them out. And so what's really nice is it makes for a really nice keepsake. One of the things that I do in my coaching is I actually have couples work through the process of creating their marriage vision. The most successful people in life begin with the end in mind and then reverse engineer backwards from there. And if you're married watching this, 
What a great thing for you to do as well. A lot of couples, you know, do renewal of vows 15, 20, 25 years into marriage. What a great reminder of, oh yeah, why am I married? What is the goal of a great marriage? What does that look like for us? And a lot of couples end up taking them, printing it out and framing it on their wall. And so couples, you can even do this with your vows. It's a powerful keepsake and a great reminder because statistically about every four weeks, vision leaks, right? You're thinking like, why am I in this job? Why am I in this relationship? Why did I say yes to this? And so these vows you can keep as a keepsake. And I encourage you to frame it on your wall and put it somewhere where you can be reminded periodically. So powerful stuff and creating your vows. And so I hope that helps and cheers to you as you get married and hit the ground running into the rest of your life.